Humans, 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 welcome to the Sydney Hollis Show. I've missed you. I'm sure you've missed me. If you're new to the show, come on in. The water's fine. This is the Sydney Hollis Show. The listeners are called humans. We're all human. We make mistakes. We're illogical at times. We're here to break bread together. This is the Sydney Hollis Show. We also sometimes call this world the hideaway. Come on in. Today, I'm interviewing a friend of mine named Brett White. He's a TV savant. He's a reporter, a producer, and a podcaster. I'll tell you that when I bring him out, when I bring him on. This is exciting. We're going to talk some television Christmas episodes, the holiday season, some style, all that jazz. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Do you guys know I eat this stuff up? So humans, without further ado, here's my conversation with Brett White. Enjoy. Okay, humans, he's a friend of mine. He's an expert on many things, but uh, especially the topic of, of TV and Christmas TV episodes. His name is Brett White. He's got a put- podcast, Must Have Seen TV. He's the senior reporter He's a senior reporter and producer at Decider. Welcome to the show, Brett White. Well, thanks for having me. Oh, dude, also, are you kidding? Fellow, ten- fellow Tennessean. Yes, yes, indeed, <laughs> indeed, dude. I, you know, I, I thought about you this year when they were doing so well. I was like, I wonder, wonder how Brett and his Peyton Manning Christmas ornament are doing. Oh my God, <laughs> I'm sure my 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 parents are so happy. <laughs> <laughs> um. Now, I, I want to, you know, I want to ask you about like t- Christmas episodes of TV shows. Uh, Brett, you know, you and I met at the esteemed Upright Citizens Brigade Theater years and formerly, years ago. Formerly R.I.P., but now resuscitated? I now don't... resuscitated <laughs> with a different owner. I, I don't understand it. <laughs> I don't know. You know, I don't know if it's for me to understand. No, you it's and beyond I were both. <laughs> you and I were both red hot names at one time. We were moving up the ranks quickly. <laughs> Back in my day, we would do <laughs> shows at the Creek in the Cave at 3 a.m. Right. We were uh, the topic of conversation. We were <laughs> quickly moving through the ranks. Uh, but uh, so it's great to see you, Brett. It's been a long time. Yes. So Christmas is upon us. I'm a I'm a Christmas TV show. I'm a Christmas movie head. I love this time of year. One, the, the warmth of Christmas, lights, Christmas oh, music. God, yeah. I get into all of it. Um, and I also just love that there's so much stuff to watch. I, I rarely have a time where I'm like, I don't know what to watch, or I think I don't have those times, and then I do run out of things to watch. So, uh, there are yeah, like every year, uh, there, there are at least two hundred new uh, Christmas Christmas movies uh, being released this year, um, which is about how many there are every year now. When you count all the cable networks and all the sure. straight to VOD and and it's a lot. It's yeah, God, it's a lot. <laughs> so something I was like, you know, I'm thinking of like regular sitcoms and such that have like Christmas episodes. And of course, I, I, I maybe it's safe to say that Friends has a stranglehold on the Thanksgiving genre. Oh, yeah. I think Friends and New Girl and Bob. Well, Bob's Burgers does everything. They okay. do Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas every year. But they're like New Girl has good Thanksgiving. But Friends is like. 
the pinnacle of the pinnacle mo- like of just like having uh was it pound for pound or whatever like they yeah. got like they got like five at least like a couple of them i don't like they got like at least four or five that are like five turkey you like five turkey <laughs> five alarm fire on the tv go watch it so, <laughs> so when it comes to christmas like what's a like an you know a show that's a comforting show that I can like I'm like you know there's a there's a good Christmas episode out there. Oh my god! I mean, so for a decider uh, for my job, well, when I first started in 2017, I did advent calendars where every December I would do oh. 25 days of Christmas episodes. Yes, and, but it was a lot of work. But then in 2020, I was like, I'd done it like three years in a row, 17, 18, 19. So I was like. I've now written about 75. I'm going to now do what are the 25 best period of all time. Like, you know, no killer or no filler, all killer. And for me, like the greatest uh, Christmas episode of all time is Mary Tyler Moore's uh, Christmas and the Hard Luck Kid 2 from 1970. Okay. Um, And because it is Mary all it's season one of Mary Tyler Moore and she's. Basically, it's her first time spending Christmas on her own. And oh, she's she in works Minneapolis? at a, in. Yeah, where it's cold, um, <laughs> which is the Rhoda intro. Um, <laughs> she she realizes like she assumes, well, I'm going to have Christmas Eve off and then I'm going to drive out to where my parents live out in the country or whatever. But then Lou is like, well, you realize you work for TV news now. We don't. <laughs> We don't get nights off, so you're working on Christmas Eve. And so in but in like her plans keep changing because like her co-worker that has kids really lays it on thick of like, I've never spent Christmas Eve with my children. Like and so she ends up taking shifts and and then she spends Christmas Eve alone in the newsroom. And it is just like this really beautiful and I'm not going to spoil all of the nice sure, little like, sure. you know, heartwarming moments that happen in it. But it's a really cool Christmas episode. That's like an adult Christmas episode. That's really indicative of like how we as adults like there are plenty of those family sitcom Christmas episodes where it's like, you know, is Santa yeah. Claus is real and the kids right. are asking for complicated stuff. This is yeah. an adult Christmas. This is us like realizing like, God, it. Christmas does it maybe Christmas isn't special every year or Christmas is different every year because we're grown up, you know, so it's really good. That's I mean, I'm that's scratching me right where I itch. This will be one of a few years that I haven't, you know, gone gone home or gone out of town. So, I mean, that's scratching me literally where I'm itching right now. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and the other one. So what's really what is really funny about Christmas and the Hard Luck Kid 2 which is the name of that Mary Tellamore episode, is there yes. is a Christmas and the Hard Luck Kid 1, which is an episode of That Girl from 1966, four years prior. Both of them written by James L. Brooks, the creator of The Simpsons. <laughs> like, wow. Yeah. Now, was That um, Girl in any way related to Mary Tyler Moore or no? Well, aside from having basically like the same kind of 60s flip like hair. Yeah. <laughs> well, and also actually that girl is a press. It's a precedent predecessor to Mary Tyler Moore. No one ever really talks about that girl all that much, but like it was about a young, it was about that girl. She's like in her early twenties. She wants to be an actor in New York city. She lives on her own. You know, she's engaged or she's not engaged. She's dating a guy and like, she's yeah. working all these jobs. So she was kind of like the prototype of, Mary Tellamore, which is like, I'm single, I'm independent, I'm, you know, working at a news station. But the That Girl episode is a low-key hidden gem of Christmas episodes, because not many people know about it, I don't think. Interesting. And it is, it, it's a 
it's a flashback to a time when she was working at a school as like a helper or whatever. And it's a boarding school and all the kids get to go home except for one kid whose parents are both actors. And so they're on a shoot. And so he's like, well, you know, I spent last year uh, Christmas all alone, just me and the janitor in this boarding school. It'll be fine this year. And she's like, okay, no, that's not happening. I will stay here with you. And so yeah. it is, it's thematically similar to the Mary Tellamore episode because it is these two people alone in this giant boarding school trying to like make make a bad situation into something good. And it also yeah. makes me cry. And the little boy is the voice of Linus from the Peanuts specials in oh, the 60s. Oh, dude, yes. I just watched that two nights ago. <laughs> yeah. it's a, oh, dude. So that gets you another little Christmassy because you're like, that voice, oh my God, yeah. that's... <laughs> that, that that's the voice of christmas <laughs> now we're of talking Linus. about some old shows here oh bro. god yeah this so might... <laughs> now how how is how i you know i've got the internet i'm a modern guy how do i go about watching the mary tyler moore christmas uh, and the hard luck kid too mary tyler moore is on hulu oh, beautiful. Um, and it might beautiful. be on like uh tubi and like pluto tv pluto tv i've discovered uh free service and it isn't just because uh, they have like live streams. They, they try to recreate the cable vibe by being a whole bunch of different live streams that you can flip through. OK, but they also have a ton, a huge library of stuff on demand. You have to watch commercials, but like kids of the 80s and 90s uh, used to watching commercials. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's part of it, man. Let me get yeah. up and get some popping corn. Yeah, I was like, and nowadays it's like, oh, commercial break, good time to do the whole addicted to my phone kind of thing. Yeah, check dude, your phone and then you put it down. So <laughs> exactly. I'm trying, I'm selling commercials as being a good thing. <laughs> oh, they're a great thing. I wouldn't know. I yeah. would, I would drink so much less if it wasn't for commercials to get up and get another beer. You know? Exactly. <laughs> and who wants that? No. Uh, okay, so Mary Tyler Moore is the top of your list here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you're a Cheers guy. Oh God, yeah. So where where's where's like a Cheers episode rank? For there us? are what's going two, on? Two. There's okay. So number fourteen on my list. So the fourteenth okay. greatest Christmas episode of all time is Christmas okay. Cheers, which is 1987, and I do believe it's season six. Okay. Or so, yeah. So it's like the first Rebecca season. First so or second Rebecca. So season. someone we recently lost. I know. Poor uh, uh, Kirstie Alley, an Kirstie. interesting human being. <laughs> <laughs> on a number of levels um but it's a really so like cheers has one of the all-time great thanksgiving episodes the thanksgiving orphans episode where they all get into the food fight and none of them have anywhere else to go so they all go to carla's and oh interesting it's this really like the original uh, friends giving yes yeah 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 and so it's really great um but their christmas episode is like not as good as that but it is still you know five stars um uh, it, it's really Norm uh, gets a job working as Santa Claus. Uh, Sam. Oh, they're doing the they're doing a gift swap at the uh, Cheers. And then he, Sam realizes, oh, my God, Woody and Carla both got Rebecca a gift. Oh, no, I didn't know we were supposed to get her something, too. And so he <laughs> then has to rush out on Christmas Eve to then find a gift, um, which is one of the many tropes of uh, Christmas sitcom episodes. Yeah, that really is. And I feel like less stuff was open in the 80s than is nowadays. People no, took no, the... yeah. <laughs> like you pretty well, much had to go like to a drugstore, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. I ordered batteries this morning and they were here this afternoon. What in the world, Amazon? Uh, but <laughs> That's crazy. 
I also think for me, and I don't know if this is because I was born in 84, but the Cheers episode aired in 87. And in my head, 1987 is the quintessential Christmas year. Okay. Okay. There's something about the late 80s, like 87 to 1990, that to me is Christmas. Okay. Like that that look, because that's Home Alone. That's uh, Christmas Vacation. Oh. That's also the Garfield Christmas special comes out in 87, as does Muppet Family Christmas. Oh. So it's like, there's something about that late 80s feeling, like a lot of plaids, corduroys. Yeah. You know, it, really cozy vibe. That, yeah, I, <laughs> I mean, that does scream Christmas to me. Like I have a plaid shirt that's very much like um, one of the ones Clark wears, you know, and it's I just, yeah, I love it. It's J. Crew yeah. Slim Fit, which I can't fit into J. Crew Slim Fit, but I've never dried it <laughs> in a dryer. And so on a, on a good day, it still kind of fits. You know what I mean? Good. <laughs> but if I ever try, put it in a dryer, it's over with. Now, I, I was actually watching National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation two nights ago. I realized that their drapes in the kitchen aren't even plaid. And oh, I was wow. like, do they See? put up different drapes during the holidays? Are they that kind of a family? You know? that, honestly, that's one of those things of like living in New York City. Like me and my husband just got a dining room table for the first time. Yeah. As adults, we are both <laughs> nearing 40. And we're like, we have a dining room table for the first time. <laughs> and I'm just wondering if like changing at your drapes, I wonder if that's like a popular thing to do in places where you have drapes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And maybe not <laughs> like, much to do in. And like socially, so you're like, oh, I'll do the yeah. drapes. Oh, like, this why not? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> I love Christmas Vacation as well. I mean, I love. Oh yeah, yeah. I I like it more than regular Vacation. Regular Vacation, it's a little, oh, yeah. little dark for me. A little, a little yeah, maybe no. scummy, you know. I think, and I think that Christmas Vacation doesn't get enough respect for being. Uh, it's very sentimental. Uh, the thing that always gets me is when Clark is trapped in the in the attic, yes. and he finds the old, uh, the old reels of his childhood Christmases, and like yeah. that one shot of him all bundled up in like his wife's like hair drying turban and like you know robe, and just watching old Christmases while that really sincere <laughs> song is playing, and it's just like. <laughs> It's really hitting that like, oh, yeah, that that like the pain of nostalgia and like yeah. the warm memories and like it's hitting all of that. And I, I love that yeah. scene so much. Taking <laughs> a walk to the. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's so emotional. <laughs> Christmas is. So. So, I mean, I, I assume we're cut from the same cloth in that. Like, I'm, I'm going to watch that every year. I'm going to watch It's a Wonderful Life every year. I've I've been tossing in Die Hard. I know it's you know it's just a, it's a it's a cheesy one. Yeah, um, <laughs> but you know I do I do sometimes run out of things and I rely on some of these. I, I'm I'm anti algorithm when it comes to stuff, but then I'm relying on the algorithm to tell me what to watch and it's not giving me enough TV shows. You know that I can just go pop in on you know and watch a so, Christmas episode or two. God, for the last 10 years, I have uh, documented everything that I watch at Christmas. Yes. Um, and so, I mean, I have like hundreds of sitcom episodes, all that I've rated every single year of like, what are the best? That's how, that's kind of how I put together my um my list. Okay. Uh, but like the number two is uh, yeah, take the us Dick through Van some Dyke of these. show. Oh, sh okay. yeah. The Dick Van Dyke show, Alan Brady show presents from 1963, which is like. 
for me, <laughs> sure. pinnacle of television. Because like back in 1963, if you were going to be cast on a sitcom, damn it, you better know how to sing, dance, and act all at the same time. Like that's that does that's not the case nowadays. It's like you go through level five of UCB, and it's like, yeah, you're good enough to be on a sitcom. But like, so this episode of the show is an episode of the show within the show because uh, Rob Petrie, Dick Van Dyke's character, is a is the head writer of a variety show, and okay. this is an episode of that variety show, the Alan Brady show. And it's a Christmas episode. And so it's just like, oh God, maybe like five different numbers, just like song and dance numbers. All of them original. I think most all of them are original, like written for it. And it is just Dick Van Dyke, Mary Tellamore, Rosemary, uh, Richard Deacon, and Maury Amsterdam just performing. And, you know, like both... Like Dick Van Dyke is a master physical comedian. Mary Tyler Moore was a professional dancer before she became a sitcom star. Oh. Uh, Rosemary and Maury Amsterdam are like old vaudeville performers. Okay. And so you're just seeing this cast just do a, a great show. variety show. Wow. <laughs> and it's really like Mary Tyler Moore is a great voice. Like it's it is just absolutely delightful. I, and I, I love it every every year. <laughs> oh, dude. So it's a, like you said, it's a special within a show. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Like it's like watching the Rockefeller tree lighting or something. It's just yeah. <laughs> some performances. But like you're watching Dick Van Dyke playing a character who is playing himself on a tele. So it is a pretty meta. Wow. Uh, something newer, my number three greatest of all time. Okay, uh, is Community's Abed's Uncontrollable Christmas from 2010, which is the season two Community uh, Christmas episode. It's the claymation Christmas episode. Oh, really? I don't even know about yeah. this. Season two of uh, Community's Christmas episode is 100% claymation, and it is presented as like Abed is basically I'm trying to think of. Abed is hallucinating that everything is uh, that everything is claymation and everyone's just like going along with it. And in order to try to get to the bottom of like why he's kind of having like a break with reality, they yeah. all kind of role play along with him, which takes them into like this Christmas magical land where they're all toys. And it is. It is. This is the thing that I love about Christmas episodes is Christmas gives shows permission to fully lean in on sincerity and emotion and drama at times. But like oh. it really. And so like this episode is just. Kind of not gut wrenching in a bad way, but it is just like this beautiful uh examination of what the meaning of christmas is and it actually has an answer that i find satisfying which is oh wow <laughs> which is which is like really big big heavy stuff for a thursday night nbc sitcom yeah dude wow okay <laughs> that's pretty cool some some philosophical feelings and oh. and <clears throat> yeah uh now, my number four is that girl, but five is The Office's Christmas Party, which is okay. the season two uh, Christmas episode where they all play Yankee Swap slash Dirty Santa. OK. Slash. Uh, racist name that we called it in Tennessee, uh, <laughs> which may, which involves uh, derogatory uh, comments about 
people. Anyway, oh. <laughs> um, you know, you gotta love those old Southern traditions. But sure, sure, of course. What are your What are your hot takes on Yankee Swap, White Elephant, Dirty Santa? All right, so if people kind of all take a certain sincerity with it, then I have a good time with it. You know, if people are like sincere and get something that's kind of goofy, but somewhat like something might someone might actually want. Yeah. Then it's I have a good time. But like if it's especially if it's family or something, some people find it a chore and they just go get the most stupid thing out there. And then it's like five percent of the gifts are really fun and some of them suck. And then it just it becomes it it turns into a mean, aggressive game just to get the one good (laughs) present. Yeah. So that so. I we always played this game growing up, and uh, when I started having hosting my own Christmas parties, yeah, um, I came to in, a couple of those. Yeah, in two thousand, I think two thousand seven was the first one. I just had the sixteenth. Wow. wow. We started doing uh, Dirty Santa, and I intentionally never put price limits. Okay. Which is maximum chaos, but that's the best <laughs> way to do it because I firmly believe that Dirty Santa should be played with good gifts, desirable gifts. Yeah. And I always, when, I, when I'm telling, when I'm inviting new people to it and I'm trying to explain to them like the ethos behind my Dirty Santa, it's yeah. always like, now understand that you are coming to play a game with a whole bunch of like weirdo New York City comedians. <laughs> so good does not necessarily equal expensive like one year a framed eight by ten of uh mike scollins headshot <laughs> writer for is he writer for seth myers yeah yeah writer for uh, seth yeah. myers <laughs> yeah like a right like his eight by ten headshot was a hot item that everyone kept stealing you know uh, a jackalope bank was a big deal but then one year one of my friends brought a keurig wow like a new keurig wow. that they yeah. got him at black friday and so there is this level of, I mean, like uh, in 2020, someone put in a like a, a new flat screen television that that they had ended up getting for free due to like a weird like return, like they were trying to return it. And instead of like taking it, they just like let them keep it. It was like a weird yeah. thing. So they're like, well, we're putting this into the Yankee slot. <laughs> so I always say that I'm always like. You know, so in this office episode, they turn Secret Santa into Yankee Swap. It's oh, initially that's Secret Santa. Right. Yeah. yeah. So meaning everyone bought specific gifts for people. <laughs> but then Michael, right. in a fit of like rage, when someone gives him uh, oven mitts, when Phyllis gives him handmade oven mitts, turns it into Yankee Swap, which just is a level of cruelty. <laughs> like when some when someone opens the like poster of the babies playing saxophone yes. and they're like, oh my God. And Angela's like, some people like those. Or whatever. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. Jim has written a very sweet note for Pam inside of like a tea, yeah. teapot. Yeah, inside of a tea kettle. And Dwight plans on using that as a neti pot. <laughs> Which is the, the most upsetting uh, usage of a of a gift. <laughs> <laughs> now, a lot of sitcoms have uh, Christmas episodes. Do do like and and I'm sure dramas have them, but do they do they hold up or is it is it tough to just get into the mood for a drama after not having yeah. seen it for ten years, like a Night Rider Christmas? Well, that's maybe not a drama. <laughs> that would say, be great. <laughs> uh, so there are a couple like. Uh, the first one, so Mad Men does a has a Christmas episode that is Ooh. set at the Sterling Draper Price Christmas party. Christmas comes about once a year from 2010. Oh, and I mean, every year when I watch it, I'm just like, 
I think one of my dream jobs of all time is to be a background extra in that scene, in that <laughs> holiday party scene, because it's like it is the most fun to be in like mid-century clothing on that gorgeous yeah. set with like Christina Hendricks in a gorgeous dress, like leading yes. a conga line. And I'm like, <laughs> look at all these extras. Like they just got to show up, put on cool clothes and dance for a couple days. Wow. They didn't have any lines. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's just a dream. So I always watch that. Um, X-Files has an amazing Christmas episode that, really? I, that has become my husband and I's like Christmas night watch, which is uh, oh, nice. X-Files. Uh, how the Ghosts Stole Christmas from 1998, which is a ghost story about how on Christmas Eve, these two ghosts in this mansion always lure a man and a woman or like a couple to the house to basically then like basically like fuck with them until they both accidentally kill themselves until both oh, the living geez. people commit like double homicide. And so, of course, Mulder and Scully are who they end up luring in and oh. the ghosts are played. And there was always Ed. some sexual tension between oh, yeah. those two, right? Yeah, this is and this is like late '90s, so like they may have already kissed at this point. So like, who boy? And the ghosts are played by the ghosts are played by Ed Asner and Lily Tomlin, which is like oh. perfect, absolutely yeah. perfect. So I love that episode. Oh, fun! And, it sounds kind of uh, like a fun one. Yeah, and it's more of like a comedy episode, but also like it's really spooky. Uh, okay. and there's a little bit of spooky to, to Christmas. Um, sure. I'm trying yeah, to think yeah, if, there, sure. if there are any other <laughs> dramas that I watch every Especially year. Especially Christmas Carol, you know, spirit. Yeah. Spirit. Well, and the, uh, most wonderful time of the year song, uh, Andy Williams, the scary ghost story is that line. Right. There'll be yes. tales of the glories and scary ghost yeah. stories. Yeah, and when he sings it, it sounds a little haunting. Dude, I, yeah. I swear to God, when you said that, I was raking my brain for that memory, and that's, you, you nailed it, dude. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm trying. Yeah, I think those are like the dramas that I watch every... Oh, okay. Uh, if you go back to like 1955, Alfred Hitchcock Presents oh. uh, did an episode called Santa Claus and the 10th Avenue Kid, which was about a... I don't know if this was a common practice in the 50s, but yeah. it's like a guy who gets out on parole and they give him a job as like a department store Santa. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I don't Is that what, like, what we did with parolees or like comics? OK, put him in a costume so they know <laughs> get to where they are. Uh, yeah. And it's a really God. I'm trying to remember what the plot of it is, but it's like this one kid like. Is poor, but like wants a really expensive airplane. And so like. The Santa like steals the airplane from his job to give it to him to get like it's a really sentimental episode. Wow. Um, and then there's a Twilight Zone episode called The Night of the Meek, which is, a, again, about another department store Santa who this time is a drunk. <laughs> <laughs> like in Miracle on 34th Street. Yeah. <laughs> and he's and he uh, I think he gets fired from his job. And then on the street, he finds Santa's sleigh and his pat his bag of toys. And like oh. then, you know, does what he does with them. So that's a, that's another good, uh, nice. a good uh, Twilight Zone Christmas episode. So, so, th so today when I was um, walking home from the from the train and I was like, oh, I was like excited and I was made some notes, uh, you know, about today. But I put on some Christmas or excuse me, some TV themes to kind of jog my mm. memory. And 90210 came on and I remember <laughs> I think they did a It's a Wonderful Life adjacent episode oh i'm sh let me see um 
But I remember like just catching the end of it when I was like in high school or something like that. Oh, uh, and yeah. I had never seen It's a Wonderful Life yet, so I, it was just kind of lost on me. And I, you know, I'm not a huge Nana Tuino guy. I mostly always thought I'd learn about sex from it, and then it was it didn't tell me as much as I thought <laughs> when uh, I was a young man. 1992, season three. It's a totally happening life. <laughs> oh, uh, hot tip. Yes. Wikipedia has a list of every single Christmas episode of every show ever. Oh, Under, really? It's called, it's the page, the page is titled list of, list of United States Christmas television episodes. Oh, And dude. they're all arranged by genre and then by show and year. And so like that is where, when I discovered that, there's also one for Thanksgiving and Halloween as well, which I use. Oh, um, I need some Halloweens. I can, I can yeah. only watch. I tried to revive How I Met Your Mother Slapsgiving this year. And I just, I don't know if that show really holds up. No. it's a little bit it's a little rough in some areas (laughs) uh i do think like so like in terms of new things where you can never go wrong bob's burgers is 100 percent that like and they do one every year and particularly shocking is that the one that aired like last week uh this season's christmas episode is one of the best christmas episodes i've ever seen like it made me and my husband cry watching it. really and we've never seen bob's burgers you think i could watch that straight up just by itself uh i think i think maybe i think that you will i think that they do a good job of uh establishing all the character games like um but let me see the other. So the best Bob's Burgers Christmas episode, though, is, well, there's the Bleakening, which is a two part musical. OK, okay. about. Um, uh, basically, <laughs> like they shut down the gay bar. And so I think all the gay, all the queer people have like yeah. have made this like secret gay underground gay bar. But the kids don't know that it's it, it's a like a, it's a what they steal the tree and linda's like where's my tree it's a whole thing uh it's very good um, oh that's fun but i'm where's the i'm trying to see if there's an another one in my top 25 did i not do i'll only put the one in there anyway whoops um <laughs> but pretty much any of them are really good one of them is uh has zach galifianakis i think as a guest and he voices oh, nice. a guy who thinks he's a mannequin <laughs> And he might be. <laughs> uh, the, the thing that I really am fascinated by, though, are the sitcoms where they reveal in their Christmas episodes that Santa Claus is real. Oh. In, this, in that universe, Santa's real. Oh, and that, yes. So uh, Home Improvement, Santa Claus is real in, home, in the Home Improvement universe. No. Oh, I love it. <laughs> yeah. In the first season episode, you'll uh. better watch out. <laughs> They uh, the actor that plays Wilson comes in dressed as Santa. But then while he's in there, they're like, well, that was clearly Wilson. And then yeah. Wilson's next door and he's like, Heidi, ho, neighbors. And they're like, where did the Santa go? So like, yes, Santa's real. Uh, oh, another one. Uh, oh, um, Full House. Santa Claus is real on Full House. Uh, <laughs> in Epic. our very first Christmas show, there's a. Basically, uh, they're traveling during Christmas and Stephanie is like freaking out of like, where does Santa going to know where to deliver the presents? Sure. Yeah. Like, and they end up being trapped in a baggage claim because a snowstorm comes through. Classic. And it, in, it ends up with like everyone gets their presents and Stephanie like looks at the like uh, a 1988 laptop. So it's like a weird like green. <laughs> and like this message comes up. that's like 
Merry Christmas, Stephanie, ho, 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 or something. And she's wow. the only one that sees it. And then she's just like, thanks, Santa. And to me, I'm like, you got to follow up on this. Like 30 years later, Stephanie is like the only person in her family who knows that Santa Claus is real. Is this not going to cause a rift? Like, right. This is very um, Polar Express. Like the bell's yeah, still like, ringing is, for her. <laughs> like, what is the uh, what are the psychological ramifications? Um, yeah. I think if there are, I know there are uh, a lot of them. I'm just like scroll. Oh, yeah. Bewitched. So Bewitched okay. has a wild Christmas uh, streak. The very first one is uh, from 1964. I think it's from season one. They oh, this is also a thing that I don't know if it was a thing. Back then, according to this Bewitched episode in 1964, yeah. married couples could go to orphanages and just rent a child for christmas eve oh my god like, <laughs> like those people a... that walk dogs to feel good about themselves yeah like, they, like, like we're gonna give them a good christmas and so they get the problem child and <laughs> he doesn't believe in santa and he's and he's got red hair and everything and, and he's out of the orphanage for the weekend or something yeah and he's like i'm uh, chain smoking the entire time <laughs> um and so samantha being a witch is like i'm I'm friends with Santa like he is real and Ooh. the kids like no he's not and so then Santa like nose twitches them to the North Pole to meet Santa Claus and Santa Claus every single Christmas episode of Bewitched yeah involves literal Santa Claus being friends with Samantha and either coming to visit or them going to visit him and I think it's like the only oh. show I can think of where Santa Claus is a recurring character yeah <laughs> and just very out out he's yeah he's, like, he's yeah, just yeah, there real. I'm here, but it's also a different guy that plays him every time, which I think is a missed opportunity. Now, Brett, we're talking about a lot of old shows here. Yeah, that's my that's is, my specialty. Is the word rerun or is the term reruns? Is it passe? Do people even say it anymore? I mean, I don't does think it people exist say it. anymore? I think it's just streaming now because you know, rerun in, it implies that like there's a set time that it's supposed to come on, and now yeah. all this stuff, and that it's not it's, new. Yeah, the entirety of TV history is at your fingertips. Um, but I do think also New Girl uh, for new shows. I think New okay. Girl also has great Christmas episodes, oh. um, including uh, my favorite of theirs is 2016's Christmas Eve Eve, which is where all the gang do Secret Santa, which is a okay. nice it's a nice plot device. It gets yes. people moving <laughs> and. They all they all do Secret Santa and uh, things go they go awry. <laughs> uh, but then at the very I'm just going to say Darlene Love, Christmas okay. Baby, Please Come Home is yes. involved in this, uh, as is Megan Fox. But it's a really great episode, too. <laughs> um, <clears throat> now. Uh, oh, shit. Oh, wait. Christmas Eve Eve. Yeah. So uh, some people might call that Festivus. A, a oh, Seinfeld really? purist would say the yeah. strike. Now, is that is that anywhere on your list? The Seinfeld, the strike episode? No, because so I'm also I'm a very big stickler. OK, so like all of yeah. my I think all of the top that my 25 greatest Christmas episodes are like 100 yeah. percent Christmas. OK, because like okay. a lot of sitcoms sitcoms will get you. They'll yeah. be like it's a Christmas episode, but only like the B plot is Christmas and the A plot is and there's just some decor around. Yeah, or it's just like something that could happen any time of the year. And I'm like, no, it needs to be 100 percent. 
Okay, I like I like I like sticklers. I like like a set of like you know regulations that define things. Yeah, and I think like if you're gonna be one of the 25 best sitcom Christmas episodes in like yeah. minute one to minute 22, you better be holly jolly. Just Santa Claus better lining. be real, and there be, <laughs> better be presents flying and carols sing. <laughs> Now, Brett, are you familiar with this channel here in New York City? That's um, it's one of the antenna channels. It's like you know how there's like, you oh, know, NBC's Channel Four, and there's like yeah. the, obviously Four Dash Three and whatnot. So Eleven Dash Four is called Rewind TV. Oh my god! And they have some great reruns. My favorite block is the afternoon because at four o'clock they have two episodes of Growing Pain, five o'clock two episodes of Who's the Boss, six o'clock two episodes of Head of the Class. Well, I watched those in the in the afternoon when, you know, whatever. But on Christmas, they're going to have all Christmas episodes all day long, starting uh. at like 8 in the morning. And they've got they've got some family ties, some who's the boss, some growing pains, some 227. Yeah. Some wings, some Murphy Brown, and there's one episode of My Two Dads that snuck in there. But <laughs> I might have watched that the other day. <laughs> It's called My Two Dads. I'm dreaming of a holiday episode. Yep, that's um, the one I watched. It is bizarre. nice. And there's one episode of News Radio, a Christmas story that'll come on at 11:30 p.m. I kind of want to check in on this throughout the day a little yes. bit. I mean, I'm a little nervous, um, but I also feel like that's a channel that you should just know about. This seems right I, up yeah, your alley. Yeah, I never get. I uh, that <clears throat> News Radio episode is my number 15 of all time. News Radio really? Christmas story is fantastic uh jimmy james basically it's like jimmy gives everyone the in the wmyx christmas gifts and okay. he gives them all like hats they all pull in to get him like a babe ruth jersey like i think like it's like a jersey that babe ruth wore wow. and, and he gets all of them baseball caps with their names on them and then they realize that the names are just patches and they're just hats <laughs> from his other corporations no. so they get like kind of like well that wasn't you know that wasn't really thoughtful yeah. and so then to make up for it jimmy gets them all miatas <laughs> except for matthew andy dick who he gives a box full of uh old-timey radio shows <laughs> favor mcgee and molly and so the episode like tapes is this, or something yeah like just like tapes of uh, god do i did i write down the line it's just like a whole bunch of it's like hours and hours of uh junk falling out of closets it's just great <laughs> um it is a great watching Matthew just spiral down and yes. just like, I know these aren't good. <laughs> like, like it's, it's great. It's a great episode. <laughs> um, so we talked about Christmas and, and you said you, you have like your Christmas night show, which is uh, sometimes X-Files. So you're also a big style guy, Brett. Mm -hmm. You've got amazing outfits, amazing looks. Now, if it's Christmas in some years, I'm with just my immediate family. Some years I'm not home at all. Some years in the old days, we'd have like lots of people come. I know. And I feel like in some of those years, I would put pressure on myself to not, you know, whatever, to have a great outfit. But even now, when I'm not going to see anyone, I still will wear some Christmassy pajamas in the morning mm -hmm. and then put on a Christmassy outfit, even if I'm the only person or one of the persons going to see me. Do you do anything similar? Yeah. So like growing up, it was always a ritual that I don't know if it was like Black Friday or like my mom would always buy us all Christmas pajamas, which was okay. like usually like for the guy, like a novelty T-shirt and then some like novelty pants. So that's why I have just a ton of Christmas story and Grinch like T-shirts <laughs> from when I was in high school. Um, yeah. 
And so I kind of still have this tradition in a way, like as an adult, I still put pressure on like, well, I gotta have my Christmas pajamas. But now yeah. like, so I now, you know, as a, as a, uh, as a mature uh, <laughs> gentleman, I now have, uh, I now buy like, well, they look like they're like silk or satin, but they're definitely probably a polyester. Okay. <laughs> you know, just like, like shine the, to the set, the set of pants and button down and I'll wear, I'll wear that. I bought um, like a hunter green and like a maroon stripe last year, which is why I wore up. I'll wear that again. But this, nice. uh, but also I bought a um, vintage uh, set, uh, Botany 500, which is the brand that clothed Robert Wagner and Bob Newhart in the 70s and 80s, oh, as well wow. as like every game show host uh, in the <laughs> 70s. And so I got yeah. a vintage uh, pair of their, which is like the, which I do believe are identical to a pair of pajamas that uh, Robert Wagner wears in an episode of Heart to Heart set at Christmas. So oh, it's, yes. it's important to me. <laughs> yes. Hell yes. <laughs> but I used to like, you know, back when I was ha happening, I would cultivate just like a bunch of different looks because we'd have all these parties to go to. Yeah. So I'd be like, I have Christmas ascots. I got Christmas neckties. Um, during the pandemic, I bought my first and only tuxedo uh nice so dude. i started i wore my tuxedo to host like my zoom uh christmas party yes so i bought like a, a a big crushed green velvet bow tie and then you know full tuxedo <sighs> pinky ring bracelet everything like yeah just really really giving it that uh glam <laughs> now are you a cummerbund guy or a vest guy well i have uh, i have both um oh, I, see. I i bought i have a cummerbund but then because I, I like drawing inspiration. So Robert Wagner uh, is Jonathan Hart on. Well, no, this is also what he wore in real life, too. He always wore like it was a vest, but it's like a really low scoop, like circular kind of uh, tuxedo vest. And so I, I bought bought one of those. Nice. <laughs> but yeah, and like so I started doing drag this year. I am now a drag queen as well. Nice. This is I don't have improv anymore. So this is what I. Well, that's exciting. This is what I, this is what I do. Um, so I've actually started, uh, you know, I've developed uh, Christmas drag looks, which is like a whole other side of the coin, which is like a lot of it's a lot of fun to like be able to now explore. And I've been uh, and if people can go to a uh, Barb Hardly on in the Internet and I Barb I've, hardly. Yeah, that's at Barb Hardly. Yeah. On Instagram. B-A-R-B-H-A-R-D-L-E-Y-L-Y-L-Y. Like hardly a woman. I love it. But I've done three Christmas numbers. Okay. That, you know, little videos. So they're they're fun. It's, you know. Oh, I love it. Now, speaking of, you know, drag queens and, and you know, that style sometimes. You're from Tennessee. Oh, yeah. I'd be crazy not to ask you about that. 1980s Dolly Parton and Kenny Rogers special oh, where they're like dressed up for different songs. I I don't know. I I've seen a Dolly Parton 80 special and I can't remember okay. if it is that one. Um but I mean it's the, not the holiday without Dolly. <laughs> yeah, dude, we had a we have a Dolly tape. It's Dolly and Kenny. It's from this special, but uh, um and yeah, there's one I, yeah. There's one where they're like they're like in a bar and it's like maybe they're 
England or in World War II or France or somewhere. <laughs> and and Kenny's like a pilot that walks in and, and uh, Dolly's like the lounge singer type of deal. That's what yeah. starts off the little vignette. Amazing. Amazing. Uh, so she her Christmas special this year is full tilt insane and wonderful. Really? <laughs> At one point, Dolly fights Satan. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> In a dance battle. Um, but no, it is. It is. Uh, it did the good thing of making me question reality, which is what I really like my Christmas specials to do at times. Like nice. I need them to be so bizarre. Yeah. And like out of touch with reality that I'm just like, what am I watching? That's what I love. And so, yeah, any Dolly Parton special is going to be great. Oh, I love it, dude. <laughs> uh, now, this is a, again, this is a little more uh, on the audio side, not television. Do you ever tune into Delilah After Dark this time of year? The radio No, is show? she still around? She's still around. So sometimes I like a little dose of FM radio at Christmas time because there's there's a little bit of fuzz in the radio. Oh, yeah. that's And yeah. 106.7 up here, Light FM, is Delilah every night. And, you know, it's just one thing after the next, people calling in to say they met someone 40 years ago and, like, she'll oh, play a Christmas oh. song for them. But it really... Tugs That's at my perfect. heartstrings. You can pretty much just turn it on in the evenings and just hear her for a minute on 106.7. It's it's kind of nice. Yeah, that is perfect. That is very, I mean, that's like the start of a lot of Christmas uh, movies, I am sure. <laughs> <laughs> trying to find this one that got away. I'm widowed now and ready for love again. Here, <laughs> like, here's Frosty the Snowman just to get me through. Yeah. <laughs> All right, now, Brett, what up? Uh, is there any shows on, you know, of course, of course, the humans can go to like decider.com and read some of your articles about this kind of stuff. Yeah, right? and I think I, I think if you just Google the 25 best sitcom Christmas episodes decider, it'll pop up because I did that and it popped up. So I was yes. like, hell yeah, I got that good Google rating. But what's another one or two that's close to your heart that you think we need to hear about? Well, I I think that like so the Bob Newhart show is one of my favorite shows of all time. Bob Newhart okay. is uh, I mean, my drag name is a play because oh. Barb Hardly. He's Bob Hartley on the Bob Newhart show. So my okay. drag name is Barb Hardly. So like that's it. how much he means to me. <laughs> and I love it. They, they have really good Christmas episodes. They have one. Oh, God. What the full title of it is just great um tonsil uh bob has to have his tonsils out so he spends christmas eve in the hospital is a great episode which is exactly what that is uh and then so what i love about the bob newhart show and this is why the show means so much to me they are a couple that are like late 30s early 40s i mean bob's like in his mid 40s but he's playing a younger and i'm like okay that doesn't make sense but they don't have children and that is incredibly rare in sitcoms because oh right if you're a married couple you are gonna have kids and if you do not have kids in the series finale you're gonna have kids like that happens to i mean uh liz lemon gets kids in the last episode uh, Amy po or leslie nope gets kids in the last like uh season and a half or what so like it is so rare monica the and chandler monica yep they get triplets in the end. like it is so yeah. rare to find a Adults who are childless just throughout all six seasons never get chill. And it's because Bob Newhart specifically did not want to have kids on his show, oh. <laughs> which I respect. I love it so much. Hell yeah, so, dude. This thing's getting in the way. Yeah, he's like, I don't want to be a dumb dad on my own show. Um, <laughs> 
the Bob Newhart show Christmas episodes are some of the only Christmas episodes I can think of that look like what my and my husband's Christmases look like, where it's like it is the couple. They get gifts for each other. They sit down on the couch. They watch their specials like, you know, there's no having to play Santa. There's no like going to getting in the car, going on a road trip. with like It's just these. It's these smaller, more friend-based uh, Christmas episodes that I really appreciate. Oh, cool, mm. dude! I gotta yeah. check that out now. I can, where can I find the, these Bob Newhart ones? What's Bob streaming? Newhart is on Hulu as well. Beautiful. Um, hopefully forever, but you know what? You can't trust streaming services. Fucking <laughs> well, Westworld, bye bye. HBO Max doesn't want it anymore. Really? Who knows? Yeah, HBO Max is just pulling shit. It's like, <laughs> what are you doing? Um, <laughs> The 1988 A Very Brady Christmas okay, is also, I mean, the Brady Bunch just in general is, uh, it's an acquired taste or it's just <laughs> bananas. But they did, they did a reunion special in 1988 that aired on CBS, I think. Okay. I was going to ask because it was long gone by 88. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. So it was like all of them as adults, like Jan is maybe going to get divorced. Um. And Bobby's dropped out of college to become a race car driver. <laughs> this almost sounds like the Brady Bunch meets the big chill. Oh, so <laughs> off of the success of that Christmas special, they greenlit an hour long drama called The Brady's that only aired for, I think, eight episodes in 1990. And it was the Brady Bunch, but drama. And so, like, Marsha becomes an alcoholic. Bobby <laughs> become Bobby has a, a race car wreck and is paralyzed. Oh my god. Greg, I think Greg runs for public the office. Original or maybe, Drake. Yeah, it is why yeah, it's wild. It is like you know, it's it's basically like if you turned full house into uh this is us or something. It's, <laughs> it's wonderful. Um but that Christmas special is very good. Okay. It's 80, very cheesy and but it's also very late eighties. So sure. it's got that like it's a lot oh, of sweaters, right. a lot of good vibes. You know, I, I find that just Programming in general this time of year can get me in the in the right mood. Like if I'm watching the Today Show or even like an NFL pregame show, just the way they have poinsettias on set. Oh yeah, that's enough to get me sometimes. You know, I always there like is it feels rare that sitcoms will do that, but I love when like I think Friends would do this. Like all of their December episodes will ha- like there will be trees up or Chris like you know the two or three that air around that time. Even yeah. if it isn't a Christmas episode, I do like that they will put Have it like the- like real people do. I mean like yeah. my office right now is covered in lights. Yeah, it looks like, great. Everywhere, everywhere. I've got yeah. my Christmas decorations up. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Unplug my thing, but you can all oh you can see the oh, lights yeah. there a little bit. You know it's fun. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's the most wonderful time of the year, as Andy Williams said. Yes. Oh, dude. Well, Brett, I mean, thank you for coming on the show. This has been I, I can't wait. I honestly can't wait to go read your list. I can't yeah. wait to look up some of these things, because sometimes I just sit there and I'm like, oh, I'm not ready for it's a wonderful life yet. You know, I, so what oh, can I yeah. watch between now and then? You know, it is like I always do this every year of like. You know, of holding off until the last minute to watch my favorite stuff, but I have too much favorite stuff, and yeah. so it's always I need I, every year. I'm like, next year you need to start with your favorite stuff and then watch it again later if you want to. Oh, that's, I never do. I that never takes do. the pressure off. Yeah, and I feel a lot of 
crazy <laughs> pressure because on twitter like for like four years four or five years i did threads every year like every christmas thing i watched oh wow i put it in the thread with like a yeah. still and then like what number it was what i rated it etc um and i watched like 200 plus things and so <laughs> the pressure would just you know i i <laughs> I put a lot of my type A personality is just like I got to do more than last year. And I'm trying to relieve myself of that pressure. Now, do you drink an eggnog or have a Christmas cookie when you watch uh, any of this stuff? Yeah, I mean, I love I love some eggnog. Dude, I do too. Love I eggnog. Too. I'll have it virgin. I'll have it with some rum in it. You name it. Yeah, I put uh, for my Christmas party, I put a bunch of I don't know how to make any drinks. So I put a bunch of bourbon in it. And then like yes. I drank it and it was good. But then like that last bit was just all bourbon with just like a little bit of eggnog. And so like the end of it was like, oh, my God, this has definitely changed. <laughs> the taste of this is different. It's really hitting me. Ah, so, all right, we can find you on Decider, <clears throat> Decider.com. We can find you at, at Brett White on Instagram and Twitter. And we can yes. find you at Barb Hardly yes. on Instagram and Twitter also. Yeah, the Twitter is there. I'm just squatting on that name so no one else gets it. I love it. <laughs> it's mostly Instagram. Oh, I can't wait to check it out. Yeah. Uh, well, and anything else we should mention here, Brett? Again, thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, I need, uh, desperately, I need everyone to go to Netflix and watch a movie called I Believe in Santa. Okay. Which is a Netflix original somehow. Uh, has the logo and everything. It is one of the most unhinged Christmas movies <laughs> I have ever seen in my life. It... um. I can't even put it into words. It is about a 50 year old. He's probably playing in his thirties, but the wrinkles, he's definitely 50, yeah. which he actually, he's playing a grown ass lawyer, man who literally believes in Santa Claus. Oh. Yeah. And his girlfriend of five months finds out and it becomes, it goes <laughs> from like a hallmarky kind of premise into yeah. a straight, into like a straight up uh, relationship drama. Like there oh. are like, like they're just getting so angry about like, don't put your faith like you don't put your lack of faith on your daughter. She can believe in Santa if she wants to like that kind of like. And then it like becomes a religion for like um like Muslims and like it is wild. It What's is it called wild. again? I believe in Santa. So are we watching this one because we all need to see it? And two, are we all watching it so it gets enough views to continue to be featured on their platform? Oh, please. I It is. I would. I honestly am like. I want to host midnight screenings of this movie. I am like ready to like hitch my career because <laughs> I watched it and like lost my mind. And then after work yesterday, I was like, Seth, how did you sit down? I just need to show you scenes. And I showed him scenes and he was like, even out of context, he was like, yeah. what the hell am I watching? <laughs> it was great. It's great. Nice. Well, all right, humans, that's your homework from Brett. We all we all love homework here at the Sydney Hollow yeah. Show. So, OK, well, Brett, thanks again, man. It was really great to catch up with you. Yeah, I love this topic. Hell yeah. Thanks, man. Wow. Just wow. Another special thanks to my esteemed guest, Brett White. Humans, that was a lot of fun. We've got some homework on our hands. I am stoked about trying out a lot of this stuff. I I want to try. First things first, I gotta I gotta watch this Mary Tyler Moore episode. See what's cooking. See what's cooking over there in Minneapolis. Well, humans, thank you again for tuning in. 
This has been a Friday cast for you. I hope you have a great weekend. Again, big sports weekend. We've got NFL on Saturday. We've got World Cup on Sunday morning. 10 a.m. Eastern is the final. And then, of course, typically, NFL on Sunday. It's it's fun to be out in the hustle and bustle of the holiday season. Maybe some shopping. Maybe some bar hopping. It's fun when you mix those. And then you catch a little bit of a game here and there. Obviously, the World Cup will be a thing. The bar nearest me here in Greenpoint. Some soccer heads show up to that. I mean, I'm, I'm wondering what it would take to get a seat in there at 10 o'clock in the morning. I don't know if I'll find out, but... Heck, if I do, maybe there'll be some compelling audio in there for you. All right, humans. If you have anything to add to what you heard today, TV shows that you want to hear or talk about, you know, Christmas episodes you want to talk about, hit me up. Listener line at sydneyhollishow.com. You can send a good old-fashioned email or you can record into the voice memo recorder on your phone and hit the share button and email it to listener line at sydneyhollishow.com. And folks, again, if you want to check out Brett's stuff, head on over to Decider. All right, folks. All right, folks. Boy, let's see how many times I can use the word folks. All right, humans. See you soon. Peace and love. Peace and love.